Hello listeners, welcome to Money Talk with Patrick. I'm your host Patrick, trading mentor and creator of TC Trading. In today's episode, I will be talking about the difference between assets and liabilities. There are important misconceptions when it comes to them, which I will explain with some examples. If you know anyone who's interested in personal finances, investing or trading, let them know about this podcast. Sharing the podcast really helps me reach new people and help others. So hello everyone, how is it going? Happy Thursday once again. I hope that you are doing great. Now I want to talk again a little bit about uh, personal finances because I think this is, you know, such an important topic, mainly for a young, the younger generations. We're talking about millennials, we're talking about Gen Z who might not really know a lot about money or who might not really know about investing, about, uh, you know, trading and all these kind of different ways that you can diversify your income and actually make more money now one of the things and probably one of the books that i always recommend new people who are interested in this or who ask me hey how can i learn more about finances how can i earn uh, learn more about investing you know the first thing and the first book that i always recommend is rich dad poor dad by robert kiyosaki now it is a tremendous book if you go and read it i mean this is kind of like one of those books that i label as must read you know you really need to read it at some point in your life now i will explain a little bit uh, about the topic which is of course assets versus liability but in order to understand the importance of it or why you know an asset differs from a liability you really have to understand the underlying concept which is a keyword and this keyword is cash flow. Now, cash flow is pretty much everything, you know. If you are building a company, if you're trying to save for a specific thing, you know, if you're trying to invest in something, cash flow is gonna be kind of like a key concept that you need to understand in order to analyze how good you're doing in your business or whatever you're doing, right? Now, cash flow refers to the amount of money being transferred in and out from a company or an individual okay of course you you might be thinking like the company receives money the company has some costs of course money flows in and money flows out on one hand again you have your in your specific scenario you might have your income right you might be working at a company you might be having a part-time job whatever it is it is giving you money you know Again, it's making so that money flows into your wallet. And on the other hand, you have expenses. You know, you have to uh, pay the mortgage. You have to pay for your food. You have, you know, maybe you want to go out and, you know, do whatever hobbies you want. Whatever you have to do or you want to do, it's an expense and it's taking away that money. So it's essentially money is flowing away from your wallet. And the most important thing here is knowing your net cash flow okay so what's the net cash flow it is the overall income uh, that you receive or costs so for instance if your overall income is bigger than your expenses or you are having more debt and costs than your income then this might affect whether your cash flow is net positive or if it's net negative if your net cash flow is positive you should aim to save and potentially invest and if your net cash flow is negative what the first thing that you should uh, uh, do is basically aim to pay your debt or whatever expenses that you're having of course the only way to get a negative cash flow really 
is if you are almost having debt you know maybe you have savings but of course if you you have savings and you have a net cash flow that's negative then you might run at some point in the distant future or maybe in the near future of those kind of savings so it's very important and this is such an easy concept to understand how much am i getting am i getting more than i'm spending if i'm spending more than i'm earning and then what are my total savings you know this is when you can start kind of like doing predictions in the future if you're spending at a rate that's greater than your income and you more or less know how much that is per month then you can make a prediction of when are you gonna run um out of savings or maybe you can do kind of like the opposite right if you are earning more than you are actually spending then you can potentially be aiming if you want to save for i don't know a house if you want to save for any uh, for a business then you can actually forecast okay this is how long it will take me at this rate at this specific cash flow to get to that specific goal I hope that you understand cash flow. It's very easy to understand, but again, it's very important and you know it's always essential to be thinking about this whenever you are in personal finances or even for your business. Now, now that you understand cash flow, let's define what an asset is. So an asset is an item, okay? It's an item that you own that can provide future economic benefit. And this is very important, future economic benefit. A more simple definition is something that puts money into your pocket or into your wallet, creating a positive cash flow. Mm -hmm. So things like having a profitable business, rental property, art, or income from investments are considered assets. Now, bear in mind that these definitions will agree to personal finances only and not necessarily to accounting. You know, for the purpose of accounting at a company, may list uh, they may list a lot of assets even though they don't really provide more money or benefits to the company so it's really important to kind of like differentiate uh, how you would see this from an accounting perspective and how you should see it from a personal finance perspective definition of liability liabilities are what you owe to other parties or items that take economic benefits away from you and here of course the keyword is take economic benefits away from you basically referring to anything that takes money out of your pocket out of your wallet now these are things such as going on, on holidays you know you have vacations you want to go out all those are basically liabilities or costs you are talking about clothing you are talking about eating out etc etc they are all considered liabilities and once again, bear in mind that this definition will be true depending on the outcome of the liability because it is possible to have what is called a good debt, you know, and you might say debt is always bad. Well, not, not, that's not really the case. Sometimes you can actually have good debt, which is basically a debt that is actually creating a positive cash flow, you know, and you might think, oh, how is this possible? Well, maybe you take a specific loan for a business and that business starts being profitable, then essentially that uh, negative that liability is going to be part of a bigger uh, asset, right? And those, you know, you will only take it as running costs. But if the overall business is positive, if the overall business is profitable, then you wouldn't take that as a liability. 
Now again here, for accounting, none of the liabilities will be accounted for wealth creation. And this is, you know, because of the balance sheet, because you have to take care of whatever debts you have versus whatever assets you own so that it must kind of like equal zero or it should be equilibrated. And again, don't worry too much about how this looks in terms of accounting, worry more how it looks for you, for your personal finances. In any case, just to finish kind of like talking about these different concepts, uh, what I want to talk about is some misconceptions that you might have heard or that you might encounter in the future. So the first misconception, the first big mistake is naming things that you own as assets, okay? When in reality, they are liabilities. So you really need to take into consideration if they are assets or if they are really liabilities. So things such as a business, you know, things such as a house, a car, they can be both an asset or a liability depending on the cash flow they generate. And this is why I'm highlighting cash flow because that's the keyword that will let you know whether something is an asset or a liability. If a business does not provide income, if a business is just consuming your resources for a long period of time, it might become a liability or more than anything, it is an, a liability. Of course, maybe in the future that, that specific business starts working and it uh, moves or it transforms from being a liability into being an asset, but only until it is actually uh, being profitable. And here I'm not saying don't open a business. Here I am not saying don't risk uh, and you know, if you have an unprofitable business, just stop it. Of course not, because if it has the potential to bring uh, profits in the future, then the, having that uh, liability might be worth your while, okay? Now let's take at a second example, a car. A car would usually be more of a liability uh, because most of the times you won't need a car and it's a, kind of like a nice to have. You can always use public transport. You can always do a lot of things, right? Some of the times, you know, for modern businesses, uh, with modern business models, uh, you can allow, you know, having a car to become kind of something that directly gives you some kind of income. Mm -hmm. You know, you have things like Uber or you can even rent it out, which I've realized that it's a big thing here, for instance, in Canada, where you can actually rent out your own car. So, Again, this will create a positive cash flow. And if it creates a positive cash flow, then that liability becomes kind of like an asset. And I know what you might be saying. What if I need that for my job? Then, of course, it's going to kind of like form part of an asset because ultimately it's actually making you earn more money. But here is what you need to think about. Is the car that you're owning more expensive than what you actually need? If so, then it might be a liability instead of an asset. Now, the very last thing that I want to talk about, and potentially a, con a very controversial one, is what is a house? A house, do you think it's a liability or do you think it's an asset? Now, if you don't rent it, and if you still have to pay mortgage, if you still have to pay insurance, if you still have to maintain it and you know you have a lot of costs, then of course it will be more of a liability than it is an asset. Now, people might think that the price of houses always go up, but this is not necessarily true. You know, just think about a housing bubble in 20, I mean, in 2008, you know, 2007, 2008, 2009. All that debacle pretty much uh, let us know that a lot of people lost their homes 
Why? Because they couldn't afford their mortgage, right? And this is why the price of houses don't always go up. And there's, again, a lot of people that say that, well, you know, the population is ever increasing and they refer to the loss of supply and demand, which of course it's true, you know, if there's more demand and there's a limited supply, well, guess what? Of course, the price is, is going to be trending to the upside. It's going to try to go up. But now if you are talking in practice, if you look around at what's happening right now, you know, you see that houses are less and less affordable for younger people. And actually, when I, I was posting in LinkedIn, because I made some analysis regarding the housing prices in the last, I think it was 20 years. And if you compare the last 20 years to what they are right now, houses are twice as expensive. And this is accounting for inflation. So if you take out uh, inflation into consideration, they are still twice as expensive. And if you look at how much people are earning right now, again, already considering inflation, you were not having that. So this practically means that housing is less affordable for millennials. Housing will be less affordable for uh, Generation C. Now, what, is those, what does this mean? Is that they are actually not going to buy a house, right? They're going to potentially rent it because they might have other types of, of debt, like student debt. You know, they might have, I don't know, credit card debt, whatever. And maybe having a house on top of that is not such a good idea. Now, why I'm saying this, because, again, people think that housing and houses will always go up, but they have to take a little bit of consideration for what might happen in the future. Now, right. Another big thing is that, you know, the pandemic has shown us that remote jobs can be a reality. You know, therefore, why would you pay a huge premium for living in an expensive city like Vancouver, like London, where you could potentially work from somewhere else that is way cheaper and way affordable, that you have to pay way less and you are going to be basically earning the same. So these are things that you need to consider when thinking, okay, a house, is it either an asset or is it a liability? If you have a house if you are paying for a mortgage but you are also renting it and then the you know whatever you're renting it for it's actually a little bit more than what you're paying for guess what then that becomes an asset but for the most part and for most people who live on their own house and who have to pay the mortgage and who have to pay the insurance and all this this will be a liability in any case, traders and listeners, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Money Talk with Patrick. Maintaining a positive cash flow should be the priority of your personal finances. Even though I am not a financial advisor, keep in mind that you may be better off avoiding liabilities and trying to get more assets. If you are listening through Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate if you could leave me a review. Thank you in advance. Thank you very much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you.